What's everybody? What's up, everybody? Oh man, welcome back to the show. This is episode 256, I believe. We're talking about 30 different high protein snacks for weight loss today. The catch here is y'all know my answer if you've listened to me by now um, at all. You know, my answer to most questions and things is it depends. So I'm kind of building off of last week's Pinterest review. Oh, and I apologize if you guys can hear all of the soccer happening in the background. You can only block so much out in this office, but they're having fun. I'm doing another Pinterest review. I don't know this person. I don't know if any of these snacks are good. I haven't even gone through this snack list yet. It's just titled 30 High Protein Snacks for Weight Loss. So I'm going to go through them all and give you my in-person right now thoughts on whether these snacks are A, high protein, but B, good for weight loss. Hi there. My name is Danny Phillips. I'm Ian Coyer. I'm Scott LeBlanc. And this is TTG Radio. The three of us are business partners at a sports performance gym in Northwest Louisiana. And together, we are bridging the gap between the worlds of nutrition, personal training, and physical therapy. Now, if you know us, you might call us a perfect storm. We bring a whole lot of energy to the table that's mixed in with a dash of nerdiness. Rib position of the bottom ribs and the bucket handle ribs, which I wish I could grab my little skeleton guy and bring over here. A pinch of science. I thought the cartilage like the pulled away. Wow. And a big old spoonful of straight up goofy. I would say a lifesaver. Not a lifesaver. Right. He's I been was a... your first lifesaver. That's fair. The bottom line is this. We're here to share where science meets practical application aka reality. Life is hard, but there is a way to live it pain-free and enjoy your health while also having a gourmet cup of coffee or a glass of wine. We're sharing what we've learned along the way with our own trial and error and how we're making progress with ourselves and clients in real time. Are you ready for this ride? Let's go! Welcome to, Welcome Welcome to TTG Radio. And if you want to check it out, I will put the link of this particular uh, Pinterest blog below. It's Meraki Lane. Hopefully I said that correctly. M-E-R-A-K-I-L-A-N-E dot com. And as you all know, it could be that some of these snacks are high protein for you and they might be great for weight loss for you, but they may not be the right fit for somebody else. And maybe they're not the right fit for you depending on the day and what else you've had or what season of life that you're in. So I say all that to remind you that it totally depends and that some of these items may be great and may not be great all at the same time. So consider that as you listen to this list and determine if it's something that you want to make to aid you in your weight loss journey, fat loss journey, or in your fitness journey in general. Some of these might be great for muscle building and as pre or post workout snacks. So here we go. Real quick before I dive into the snack reviews. If you want to join our email list in order to get the weekly recipe that we're sharing with you guys, head to www.ttgnwla.com and there will be a pop-up button there for you to join our email list. We send out a weekly email on Tuesdays with a little behind the scenes, what's going on at the gym, what's coming up. And then usually on Friday, we will send out a recipe that we've kind of teased on social media. So if you want that, Make sure you sign up for the email list. Okay, back to the show. And we're scrolling. So the first one is easy, no-bake energy bites. 
looks like the ingredients are peanut butter, old-fashioned oats, and chia seeds. And you can find a ton of different variations of these. So to me, initially, it's minimal ingredient. It's probably high-carb, moderate fat or actually it's probably high fat, moderate carb, low protein. So keep that in mind, even though there's protein in some of these snacks, they may not be high protein. I would say great snack probably will keep you full because it's filled with minimal ingredients, but you could probably overeat these. So be cautious. Number two, lightly salted roasted almonds. Almonds are a fantastic source of protein. However, they are going to be much higher, more than twice as many grams higher in fat than they are in protein, which means they're more than four times as many calories higher in fat than they are in protein. I would not put these in the high protein snack category. Great for keeping you satiated long term. Number three, hard boiled egg and avocado bowl. Again, similar to the almonds. Hard-boiled eggs, if you're eating the yolk, that is going to be four to five grams of fat, and avocado is a super high-fat food. So even though the protein in these is a quality source of protein, you are getting way more fat than you are protein here. A great snack, going to keep you satiated, probably a great part of a post-workout snack or meal. I would just make sure that if you're eating this to eat high-protein, you include multiple egg whites and maybe scoop out some of the yolks so that you balance out your fats and your proteins. Number four, tuna salad on crackers. Your crackers are going to be carbohydrates. Your tuna salad, depending on whether you mix it with mayonnaise or maybe like a a Greek yogurt, the tuna by itself will be high protein, but depending on what that mixer is, it could end up being a very high fat snack. So this could end up being a very balanced meal or it could be Uh, a balanced snack, just depending on what your ratio of fat to protein is. Five, peanut butter, banana overnight oats. I would say your peanut butter is high fat. Your banana is high carb. Your oats are high carb. So you're going to get some protein here. And depending on whether you're using milk or a protein shake or yogurt could give you a different balance of macronutrients. So it depends. Six, high protein black bean lime dip. If we are just talking about black beans here, it's going to be high carb and it's going to have some protein in it, but not anywhere near enough to be considered a high protein uh, snack compared to the amount of carbs that you're getting. Lots of fiber. And again, you're your protein is a good quality source of protein. It's an incomplete protein, so you need to pair it with something like rice, but it is going to be quality. So keep that in mind. Eating a bunch of black beans is not going to give you a ton of protein. To get a ton of protein from black beans, you'll be very bloated by the time you eat the amount of black beans. You need to do that. Okay, I've got to go through these faster. Number seven, roasted chickpeas. Chickpeas in a same in a similar way to black beans is going to give you high carb, high fiber, and a, a quality amount of protein, more protein than um than than like pasta for sure, but it's still gonna be more in carbohydrates than it is in protein. So number eight, hummus and veggies. Hummus is made from chickpeas, it's awesome. But <laughs> there's always a but, right? It typically, it's made, uh, hummus is chickpeas and tahini. And again, your chickpeas are going to be high in carb and um, it's going to have some protein in there. A great quality protein source. Hummus is a complete protein, but it's, it's not going to be a super high amount. I would definitely 
use hummus mixed with like some shredded chicken or or veggies for sure. Great snack. A lot of times though, hummus can be really high in fats too because it's had oil added to it. So keep that in mind. Number nine, customizable protein packed oatmeal cups. Let's see. Um, I think the brand she's recommending here is called the Healthy Maven. I haven't heard of these. So if your oatmeal cup is maybe has a protein powder, it looks like it has a protein powder added to it. So it may have a fairly even amount of protein compared to carbs. But if we're just talking about oats, your oats are carbohydrate sources. So it would depend on how much protein is added to your oatmeal cup to make it a protein snack or a protein meal. Number 10, banana with peanut butter. Your banana is a carbohydrate source. Your peanut butter is going to be high fat, moderate protein. So you, your protein here in this snack is not your highest macronutrient. It's going to be your, your carbs and, and your fats, depending on how much peanut butter is mixed with the banana. Number 11, smoked salmon and avocado toast. Salmon is a wonderful source of protein. It, it is a higher source of fat in terms of the type of fish. And then your toast obviously is carbs. Your avocado is going to be high fat. So this might be a really well-balanced meal depending on how much salmon you have and how much avocado is on your avocado toast. So you'll have to play around with the portions there to figure out what the balance of macros looks like. Number 12, sea salt and garlic kale chips. I'm really not sure where the protein's coming from in this one. I mean, there is some protein in kale, but kale is is a vegetable. It's a high fiber vegetable. So you're going to have more carbs than you will protein. Um, I love kale chips. Totally all about it. Um, Would definitely eat them. I just wouldn't eat them in terms of trying to get a high protein snack. Number 13, Greek yogurt with fruits. Love Greek yogurt, and you can do low-fat, fat-free, or full-fat Greek yogurt, and you'll, you'll get a fair amount. I mean, typically with a Greek yogurt cup, you'll get somewhere between maybe 11 and 20 or 25 grams of protein, just depending on your brand and the mixture. And then fruit, depending on how much fruit you mix with it, that's your carbs right there. So love that snack. Could definitely be a high-protein snack. Number 14, apple and cheese. They're talking about cheddar cheese. In general, cheese is high fat, moderate protein. You're going to get more fat from cheese than you will, yeah, than you will protein. Um, On average, I would say an ounce of cheese gives you roughly seven to nine grams of fat and maybe five to six or seven grams of protein. But remember, one gram of fat is nine calories, one gram of carbs, or sorry, protein is four. So you're getting way more fat calories than you are protein calories from cheese. And then an apple is going to be carbohydrates. So this would be more so depending on how much cheese you have, high fat, moderate carb, low protein snack. Number 15, and I think we'll end it here to keep this short and we'll do a part two for next week. Coconut chia seed pudding. Chia seeds are higher in fat than they are in protein. I think they're a a really great source of protein, but again, it's small amounts. Coconut, fat, chia seeds, healthy fat, Um, depending on what the pudding mixture is. um, It looks like they say chia seeds, coconut milk, and a touch of honey. Honey is carbs. You are going to get some carbs from the chia seeds. I, I think these are all really healthy options, and I would try most of these And I would recommend most of these, but I don't know that I would recommend most of these as high-protein snacks. 
So I want y'all to take that into account. I think all of these are pretty darn great in terms of they're going to keep you full. However, they all sound pretty tasty. And whether your snacks are made from whole foods or not, if they taste really good, there's a a good chance you're going to overdo it. It is not hard to overdo it on avocado toast. It is not hard to overdo it when it comes to peanut butter. So in terms of a weight loss snack, if you are tracking it, if you understand your portion sizes and you're making sure that you only eat a serving size, then absolutely these could all be used as weight loss snacks. But I don't think that if you eat the all these things all the time that that will guarantee some weight loss. If you're used to eating a lot of fat food or fat food, fast food, processed food, and you swap your snacks from processed, like highly processed foods to these whole food snacks, I think, yes, there's a good chance that you will lose some weight because these are whole foods. They're going to take longer to chew, longer to digest. They have a higher fiber content and they're, I think overall, they'll probably be better for you, but not knowing what you're currently doing it would be hard to tell. So I hope this was fun. I hope this gave you a really quick insight into understanding what high protein snacks could or might not look like when it comes to the different foods that are combined into the snack. So let me know what your thoughts are. I will record the the rest, so number 16 through 30 for next week's episode. This is kind of fun. So I'll put the link below. Um, I guess other notes before I pop upstairs for my last client of the day is the digital course is going well. The beta testing group has been great and I'm getting lots of really great feedback and I'm fixing some items, adding new resources in, creating new videos as it makes sense. So excited there. Um, Everybody, please be safe. Please be careful. Go wash your hands if you haven't lately. (laughs) There's been a lot of sickness going around. So I'm just wishing you all a happy, healthy rest of your evening and rest of your week. Try to um, keep that COVID and that flu and whatever 24-hour viruses are floating around away from you. Um, You know, however you do that. And that's all I got. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know there's a lot of noise in the background, so hopefully this was informative and helps you to think about your snacks in a little bit of a different way. So love you guys. Talk to y'all in the next episode. Bye for now.